another day on the couch talking about all the problems of today welcome back to another episode of just therapy it's another beautiful monday evening y'all and we are back from a little break and of course my right hand i wouldn't be able to wipe my ass if i didn't have this person yeah, that was that was that was a little crazy, huh? All right. Well, <laughs> this motherfucking KT. <laughs> What's going on, sis? <laughs> that was a shittiest introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get all deep and, phil- and philosophical, and then it uh, it took a shitty turn. <laughs> But uh, (laughs) I'm I'm one of your hosts, comedian Shaw Boyd, and as always, my other host, Miss KT in the building. We got Lee Money on the ones and twos. What's up, bro? Yo, yo. Hey, real quick, man. I got a bone to pick with your former company, man. Uh, That ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't want to hear the shit. What's going on, Miss Money? Welcome to the couch. <laughs> I don't work there no more. Shit. Trying to deliver shit when I ain't home. Hey. Hey, did they deliver the shit when they able to deliver the shit? Like, what you mean? We, we supposed to check in with you to make sure you home? Fuck out of here. I didn't even get a text message beforehand or nothing. It said it was going to send me a text when they were on their way. And then next thing I know, I, I have a missed delivery. Hey, take it up with them. I don't work there. <laughs> I got it though. I ended up having to pick it up, but I got it. There you go. About to say, sound, your, like a, sound like a Lee problem, not an SB problem. <laughs> well, to your uh, shitty introduction of Mr. KT. Oh, yeah. That, that was for Right. <laughs> I mean, trying. it was funny in a crazy way, I guess. Right. What's going on, sis? that much how are you oh uh, you know being blessed loving life same hey, old, same Alex, old. Music. yeah that's what's up i just went baby broke I'm his here. phone so i had to take him to get a new phone oh that's always fun because it was kind of 
my fault indirectly that he broke it because I asked him to take, <laughs> I was detoxing and Dane was here getting on my nerves. So I asked him to take Dane okay. to the trampoline place. And then he said Dane okay. was acting like a chicken. So he had to hold him and go down the slide with him. And somehow I knocked his phone out his pocket and it broke and got tore up. And so I felt a little and bad. That, and that's, that's your fault? I mean, not really, but I mean, I was going to oh, get the oh, phone okay. either way. So bad. Because I don't want to ask him <laughs> to take Dame to get Dame out of my face. Right. I hear that. I hear that. What trampoline place did he go to? The one in uh, Akron? To over by uh, Chapel Hill Mall? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's funny because uh, I was uh, helping out uh, Brad. I can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday morning, and they had like a big ass sheet pizza and a salad. And I walk in, and the lady act like she ain't order pizza first off. And then I gave it to her, and of course the bitch ain't give me no tip. It was like a fifty dollar fucking order. I didn't even get a dollar. And she had to, she had the nerve to say thank you. I'm like, bitch, what you saying thank you for? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh-uh. So people don't feel like tipping is a requirement. No. Turn like your option. turn your uh sorry y'all. Turn your vacuum off. Yeah, well don't turn it back on. All right, go ahead. You say say that again. My bad. She got a new toy vacuum and you know, <laughs> with a brand new toy. She kept begging me for it, and I didn't get it. Uh, her grandfather got it, but she brung it home, and so she's been vacuuming since we got home. So, uh, but yeah, all right, go ahead, Miss KT. My bad. Um, I want to need Hey, do, do it pick up for real? That might be a good gift. No, <laughs> no it don't even pick up for real. Like that's the bad part. Can you help me? It just make noise. Like if it picked up, <laughs> yeah, if it picked up for real, it would be dope. Right. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. saying you know, a lot of people have been having this debate about tipping. People are trying to figure out if tipping is optional or a requirement. Because I don't always tip if somebody delivers me a piece of bad tip. Okay. I just like even the numbers. And so if if I, you know, if you if if it's twenty seven dollars, then yeah, I'll give you those three or so. But if it's twenty nine fifty, you just get that fifty cent or you know, like whatever it is to make it even. I'm not about to go out my way to find no extra in the tip with. Okay, uh, I I tip when I you know when I get the pizza delivery. It's been a long ass time ago, but uh, when I used to get pizza delivered. I would tip. Uh, if I didn't have it and all I had was the money to get this pizza, um, I wouldn't be able to tip. But because, like, they add delivery fees to your shit and that don't go to the driver. Like, that's who, the, who that's does it go the, to? The company. The, whoever you ordered the pizza from. How is the company given? You a delivery fee, and they ain't going to deliver it. 
Yeah, because they got to send somebody out. They got to send somebody out to deliver it, so they charge a delivery. That's like them. Other than that, so that's how you don't want to deliver money to pay the deliverer. Okay. Well, I guess. But if you don't want that delivery fee, you got to come pick it up. Which you know. Whatever it is. I just. I just found it funny because, like, you got a fifty-dollar order for for a party, right? And you couldn't give me a dollar, like even fifty cent, like something. But then for you to have the audacity have to, to say thank you, inside like, the trampoline place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely should have tipped because that's a bit yeah, extra, I, you know. Yeah, I had to get out, take it in there. And stand there for a second because she act like she ain't ordered fucking pizza. And I'm calling her name and she's like still she like still saying hi to somebody else. Like you can say hi after you get this damn pizza. Like they're not going nowhere. They came for the fucking party. Like get this fucking pizza so I can get back to the shop. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But had an audacity to say thank you. Like, why don't 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 fucking uh-uh. don't say thank you. I mean, but wouldn't that have made it worse if she didn't say thank you? No, like she had, uh, you heard what I said. She didn't tip and then had the nerve to say thank you. No, nope, yeah, but it, say thank you. You would be pissed off if she didn't say thank uh, you at all. No, don't say thank you. Nope. I don't need I don't need your thank you. Give me a dollar. Oh, you would rather they say nothing? I'd rather they say nothing because I had to spend my gas to get over there. And walking and walking, which I don't mind walking in delivering the pizza. Like that ain't shit. Like, you know, that that's cool. I ain't long worried about that. But don't say thank you. And then you can't go in your pocket for a dollar. Like, come on. At least give at least give somebody a dollar. Shit. What's a dollar? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dollar. I mean, most people don't think about tipping. You say what? Dollar. I don't think most people think about tipping. I said a dollar. I heard you, baby. She like dollar. <laughs> I said a dollar. Like I hear you. She's like, oh, we talk about money. I'll take some. Give me that dollar. Right, right. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Let's get into it. We've been gone for a, a nice little week. Um, I don't know if anybody watched that bullshit ass game. The national championship for college, but uh, this just in: Georgia scored another touchdown. The score is one hundred and fifty-seven to seven. <laughs> All right, my whole thing is like we 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 should have won the game. We lost, but you know because the dude missed the field goal. But TCU, like y'all, didn't even have to show up to score seven damn points. Like what the fuck was y'all doing? Like y'all, like come on, like uh. Uh-uh. You have no argument to be in nothing anymore for the rest of that school's history. You have no argument anymore. Nothing. No one's going to look at you to go anywhere. I don't care if you go 100 and zero and be undefeated for eight years in a row. You but it's do crazy not deserve because they to be beat there. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the the moment was just too big for them, just way too big for them kids. Thank you. You're welcome, Daddy. You like it? Yep, it was good. Here, 
That make Michigan look super weak. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. It it just you know it was an embarrassment. Um, I didn't even watch the full game. It was horrible. I watched a little bit. The next you know. I watched till about halftime and they was getting blown out. And I'm like, there's no way, like, there's no reason for me to stay up anymore. And uh, so I went to sleep and then found out it was like 65 to seven. I'm like, are you serious? And it just sucks. It just sucks as an old state fan. Cause like we would have did the same thing today. Bum ass. Like, like literally. So whatever. Uh, other than that, uh, weekend was cool. I ain't really do too Listen, much. Listen, that uh, Ohio State Georgia game felt more like a championship than anything else. It was. It definitely was. That was that was the championship. What I want, I mean, you know, what I wanted to see was the rematch um, for Ohio State and, and Michigan. That would have been the biggest uh, money maker they've That's ever seen in see. college. Um, so like even when Ohio State lost and they put the tickets on sale, the tickets was a the tickets was a thousand dollars less than they normally are because neither one of those schools is a draw like that. So I mean, you know, that's crazy. Yep, a thousand dollars less per uh per ticket, pretty much. So, um, yeah, because those tickets be super expensive. The nosebleeds be super expensive. Um, oh, yeah, and I, know. I think they and their, their ratings sucked for that game. So, I mean, you know, it, whatever it is, what it is. But uh, I had a decent the weekend. Niners game, uh, the tickets um, way lower because of the rain. Wait, they lowered them, they lowered the ticket prices because of rain. Yeah, because a lot of you know, normally the stadium be sold out like instantly. And it was a lot of tickets, you know, still available because they got an outdoor stadium and it was pouring down raining, you know, they're not used to nothing. So. Yeah. They don't go outside if it rain. That's what I heard. But, um, I mean, not much. With, the out, <laughs> with the outdoor stadium, um, there's only like, correct me if I'm wrong, Lee money, help me out with this. You got Atlanta, you got New Orleans, you got um, L.A., SoFi Stadium. We got Dallas's stadium, Detroit. Anybody else? Am I missing anybody else? Yep. Lee Money, am I missing anybody? I don't think so. I'm double-checking on the Google machine. So that's like five. That's five right there, but everybody else. Is uh out motherfucking side like stop being so damn Michigan bougie. <laughs> Detroit, I said Detroit. Okay, oh, okay. all all the the teams with the domed stadiums, uh, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, AT okay, T Stadium okay. in so Dallas. That's six. That's six. That's six. Then so so uh, you got the Raiders because it's in dome. Vegas. They got a dome. SoFi Stadium. Right, the Rams, because they just built yeah. that one. That's two. You got State Dallas Farm Stadium. Who's that? At Arizona Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals is inside. Okay, so that's three. U.S. So Bank got- Stadium for those Vikings. NRG Vikings, Stadium yeah, in Houston. Right. So I did for damn. I so that's who I was thinking of. And I was saying 
Michigan. I was I meant the Vikings. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I forgot they got a dome. I, I I didn't know uh Arizona had a dome. That that, that kind of they uh, got to man, it gets 150 degrees in the fucking summer. Exactly. I give you that. They they deserve to have a dome. So that that's the five right there. But then so you figure oh there's there's more than that, dude. That you got uh no, no, I'm just saying that's five, but I missed four yeah. of them. I, I don't think it's 10 total though. Yes, who we about to what? Allegiant Stadium, AT&T Stadium, Superdome, Ford Field, Lucas Oil Stadium, Mercedes Benz. Oh, oh. wait, Lucas is uh, the Colts, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Mercedes Benz Stadium, NRG Stadium, SoFi. Who's uh, NRG? uh, Houston. Okay. State Farm Stadium in Arizona and the U.S. Bank. Did you mention Dallas? Yep, yep, AT&T Stadium. So that's nine. So it's not even 10 domes out of 32 teams. But San Francisco want to complain about some rain? Um, I want some. Nobody was complaining about the rain. They just, I just said tickets. No, I'm just saying. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they complained about the rain. That's why ticket sales go down because they want people there. But it's like, you got people that play in the snow, like, there's Buffalo, Cleveland. If, if you're not used to, used to it. There's talk that uh, they're gonna put a dome on uh, Acrisure Stadium. Who is that? Pittsburgh, Heinz Field. I mean, they don't deserve a dome. They want to fire their coach, and they got like one of the best coaches in the fucking league. Fuck Pittsburgh fans. <laughs> Hey, you know why we want to get rid of them? Okay, great. Why? You've, had, you've, had, you've had 18 winning regular seasons. But hey. Postseason record is absolutely fucking abysmal. How many, how many, how many, how many rings he got? One. Okay. Hey, that's more than a lot of people. Give give go ahead. Fire him. Then he go come back and beat the shit out of y'all and win a Super Bowl. Please fire him. <laughs> go ahead. Please. And we don't want Tomlin gone. We want Man Canada gone. Hey, I don't know who the fuck that is. The offensive coordinator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. But the weekend was cool, man. Like, uh, uh, football was, uh, it was some good games on this weekend. Uh, I ended up uh, hanging out with uh, Mr. Ferguson. Uh, We went to a hotel party that was a little crazy. And, um, uh, end up getting like four noise complaints, but that shit was funny as hell. Um, and then yesterday I got to hang out with uh, my son came over. So I hung out with him for a little bit. We talked. He's getting a divorce. And, um, and Is he really? I, yeah, already. Yeah. Um, but and then I got to uh, hang out with my two best friends, J. Luke and Adonis. And we watched the uh, last game last night. So uh yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend. It was cool. Then I put, picked up little mama, and uh, now we here. We here on the couch. How was your weekend, Miss KT? Oh, real quick, what up? Turn up. That's my guy DJ. Turn up. Oh, turn me up. My bad. Right. That's like, that's like I had a nice weekend. <laughs> Are you gonna add an apostrophe on him? Cause I could, I kept saying "turn up" instead of "turn me up," <laughs> so I had to, you know, had to mess up something. Go ahead, though. My bad. 
Uh, my weekend was cool. I um, had a nice, peaceful weekend. Uh, um, out for a little bit Saturday night to um, Eggers, which is nice. Um, it get uh, kind of tight in there because it's only so much space. But we went for my cousin Summer's birthday, which, you know, it was hard to go. Sometimes you get in the house chilling. It'd be hard to get the energy out so I took a shower and I laid across the bed for like an hour and then I was like well, no I'm getting the age right only like, like that I don't know why 20 minutes but I was there about an hour and a half okay only because she was late but out and then yesterday saw my baby which is all night um, I'm debating on moving, so I've been cleaning, cleaning my house, sorting through a bunch of stuff, trying to decide if I want to just declutter my life or sell the house, or I don't know what to do yet. I'm praying on it. Um, I heard my friends, people I thought I was cool with, went to breakfast, but I didn't get an invite, so it made me feel some kind of way. But I said, hey, I guess it'd be like that sometimes. That was my recap. Oh, happy MLK Day. You see the straight face? Yeah. Okay, so so first off, so first off, I didn't go to sleep until like one something last night, right? So I get to sleep. Sleeping good, too. I ain't had good sleep in a minute. Sleeping good. You know, but I got that pregnant lady's bladder, so of course I got to get up and go go piss and shit. So I did that, went back upstairs, <laughs> laid back down, fell right back to sleep and I was out. Next thing you next thing you know, my speaker was like super loud cuz I listen to jazz at night. And my speaker was super loud, so it like instantly like what the fuck woke woke me up, right? And I'm like is my phone ringing? So my phone was ringing. Missed the call, called right back and the they like what you doing? And I'm like Look at the phone, like, what you mean what I'm doing? Like, you know, because <laughs> for some reason I had a new number saved, which I thought I did. And it was it was my guy, Troy. And he like, hey, they uh eating up at Denny's. I'm on my way up there. And I'm like, Denny's where? On Arlington? I'm like, all right, give me like 12 minutes. I go to leave. My landlord pulling in my driveway while I'm about to pull out. So I'm sitting there talking to him for like another 15 minutes. So I get there, and when I pull up and sit down, when I finally sit down, they got their food, and they starting to eat. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I should have text sis to let her know. That's As soon as I said I should have texted you, you text me. Like, as oh, soon that- I swear, as soon as I said it, you text me. And pastor like, oh, well, we got we got the whole old crew here yeah, except now- for – Oh man, I was already I was already messing with Pastor because the uh, I, they was watching the fight, uh, Deontay, whoever, whatever the last boxing boxing match was, and I was like, oh, thanks for the invite, Pastor. You know what I'm saying? And he like, oh, oh, what? Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I know y'all was watching the fight because uh, Gene put it on Facebook. <laughs> he like, I know this nigga ain't have my house on Facebook. 
but like I, I mean at least i told you because if it weren't for troy i wouldn't have got no invite either No, you just, you just okay. So uh, we always like to do a childhood memory. <laughs> we like to do a childhood memory so y'all can continue to get, to continue to get in our in our past. Uh, my, I, I had it earlier, but I forgot about it. Um, so my childhood memory is going to be about some of the crazy games we used to play growing up. We used to play. Uh, hide and go get it uh, when we was kids and um, hide and go get it pretty much was like guys versus girls because you you know get your free feel on on the girls because they will let you do it you know what I'm saying but as far as like one one game we had where we was like hiding tennis balls in our shorts and the girls would go get them the weirdest shit ever like we used to play some crazy ass games and it just made me realize why I had uh, Adonis so early. So, um, yeah, that's one of my childhood memories. Just was thinking about some of the crazy games we used to play. And no wonder why a lot of us was fast as fuck. So, yeah. So that's my childhood memory this week. What about you, Miss KT? So, oh, my is... Uh, um, your internet is kicking your ass right now. You there? Yeah, it's okay. All right, so what's your childhood memory? Um, so my childhood memory, um, we was talking about just, you know, how you grow up. Right. And so the way we lived, we all lived fairly close to each other. So my aunt lived like right here and then you go a little, little bit like a locker and then my uncle lived a little bit up. This way, then my I lived this way, and so on days when I felt like it, I would go visit everybody to see what everybody was cooking, so I could make my decision on what I wanted to have for dinner. Sometimes it'd be nothing, and you got to venture to all four, and you'd be like, "Ain't nobody cooking." Sometimes you would get a little plate from everybody's to-go container, something good, or somebody ain't done. You got to come back. But it was all, always, you know, easy, nice experience living. So that's one of the reasons why generation isn't as together as we growing up. You know, my cousins was more like my brother and sisters because we all grew up together. You hang out more, you be around each other a lot more where wow. they each other barely talk to each other and it's just not the same condition that we had but that was like the best thing about my childhood everybody living so close so you could mooch off of anybody at any given time for whatever the situation was 
like whoever cooked dinner or whatever. That's what's up. Yeah, these generations, they ain't close at all. Like not how we used to be, because uh, y'all know. Uh, I consider my cuzzo more of my brother than my cuzzo, you know what I'm saying? Because we we hung out so damn much. And even when we was uh, not, not you know, not even the driving part, but even when we was able to catch the bus, uh, we would sneak and catch the bus and I would dry, uh, ride the bus down to East Cleveland just to hang out with my cousin and shit. We used to get into some shit, but it was always fun hanging out down there, you know what I'm saying? Seeing my grandparents, my uncle and my cousin and just doing the shit we used to do, you know? And that's how we were so damn close because we always had something going on and uh, the families was always together. But now, yeah, families is so spread out. People don't know each other and shit. That's why I like, I do like the fact that little mama <clears throat> go over my brother house pretty much every day. So her and her, you know, her and her cousin uh, are literally more like brother and sister because they definitely get on each other's nerves, but they got each other's back. You know what I'm saying? So I like that that aspect of how they go grow up super close, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's how you your internet is really killing your ass. Flowers anybody today? Uh I I am not actually. I was just about to tee it up so you can get some flowers, but uh I I really didn't um prepare like i usually do for the show today you know what i'm saying <laughs> usually i'll be on it i'll be having all my shit ready and all that good shit and you know i got some stuff ready but i ain't had no flowers but lately i ain't really been uh had no flowers like right in mind you know what i'm saying and i can't get you flowers again that'll be fucking three weeks in a row so <laughs> but we do always like to give people flowers uh, instead of being conditioned like we so are, uh, giving flowers to people while they dead and gone, we like to give people flowers while they still here so they can smell them roses. KT, I see you put a name in the chat. Who are you giving your flowers to this week? Yeah, I'm going to give my flowers to Summer Had a lot of people I've been involved and then this Saturday uh, she and Boss fitter, a lot of people, and it was just a really good event for the city. For a lot of different people to come together and everybody work out and get some help. And she's really has a heart of good, just as a really great person. And she loves helping people, especially work and get healthy. So, Summer Dorsey, happy day. Thank you for all that you are doing for our city. You are getting your flowers today. Hey. 
Summer Dorsey, you getting your flowers. Uh, unfortunately, Miss KT's internet is going in and out, so I don't know what kind of event it was, but I heard you are special and you bring stuff to the city. I got that part out of, you know, it cutting in and out. But I did KT, not do you want to try to drop out and drop back in? Or maybe try on your phone? <laughs> She got a lag too. Uh, I could try it on my phone, but it's really, um, yeah, it's a real bad lag. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. oh yeah, I'll do it on my phone. Or you can come back, you know, jump out, come back in. That might help. What up, great? What's going on with your brother? No worries. Don't worry about being late. You showed up to the party, to the couch. Great. Always on Red Line Radio. Is he is he back on Fridays, Lee Money? Fridays, 6 to 8. Fridays, 6 to 8. Make sure you check him out on Red Line Radio. Grape's going to give it to you. Because I know everybody be switching time slots. So I always, it's going to be hard to keep up with everybody's time slot. I ain't even going to lie. Try to do my best, though. You know what I'm saying? Do my best. Uh, actually, yep. the name of the show is called The Grapevine. Right? Oh, The Grapevine. All right. But it's still with Grape. My guy, Grape, though. Yep. <laughs> but the time was right. So check it out. Make sure you check it out. KT, you jumping out and coming back in? Because Or you just froze? Oh, yeah. Okay. She jumped out. But, yeah, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope y'all ain't miss us too bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dave, don't worry about all that, man. Talking about who switched time slots, man. Like I said, sometimes. Nobody switched uh, time slots. He was just making sure he had the right time for the show. Exactly. You know, because I know uh, Lee Money had Fridays, too. You know what I'm saying? So. Yep. I'm still on Fridays, 8 to 10. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Just want to make sure I got it right. But, yeah, man, we back on the couch. We just waiting on Miss KT. She was having a little internet connection problem. Internet was messing with her. But we about to keep it rolling. Uh, the games was good, though, man. I was kind of pissed that uh, um, people squandered uh, different different opportunities to take, you know, take on that dub. Like, Miami, like, squandered their shit. Like, how you go – Huddle up. It's four for one. What are you doing huddling? You should have that play ready. Same with uh, same with Baltimore. They they squandered that possession, man. Like you need to have your shit ready. Like you don't need to huddle up. You should have plays ready to go when you got like short, short and distant. You know what I'm saying? Shorten down, man. It's like it's like motherfuckers ain't really want to win. You know, so uh, I don't see uh, Cincinnati making out of this next round. Uh, and if I mean, because them and uh, Buffalo, they they was they was playing like they ain't deserve to be there at all, which, you know, some some people play like that. So. Thought I could you um, on a link. Can, can you send a link to her one more time? Lee, some she asked. She's saying something about a link, but uh, yeah, Buffalo didn't play. I don't know. Just send it to her again if you can, sir. Uh, Buffalo didn't play that good to me. Uh, Cincinnati didn't play that good to me. 
Uh, Miami definitely had that dub. So did uh, Baltimore, but they squandered it. San Francisco looked at fucking amazing this weekend. That dude, Purdy, is balling his ass off. I, I still don't understand how the, uh, the Chargers was up 27 to 7 and end up losing. It's like, what are you doing, y'all? Like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? So, uh, looking forward to this game tonight to see if uh, America's so called GOAT will uh, get out of the first round. Uh, I think it's pretty much time for his ass to hang him cleats up. You know what I'm saying? He should have hanged him up last week. He'd probably still be married. But he not. He going he divorced and and, and he's still losing. So it's like what, what was the, what was the whole point of staying in? You know what I'm saying? You got this multi-million dollar contract that you can have by being a broadcaster and you squander it. What's going on, Gwen? Gwenny Gwen, what's happening? Thanks for coming to the couch. Thanks for coming to the couch. KT, look who jumped on. Gwenny Gwenny. What's up, Gwen? Yeah. Thanks for jumping back in, KT. I was talking about how you how how your team looked at amazing this weekend. Not amazing. That second quarter was trash. They, I mean, they still look good though. I mean, they pulled it together, made some adjustments. I feel like Purdy had to relax a little bit. He was probably, you know, had some nerves. Maybe I don't know. Mm -hmm. They was the only team really looking good to me. Second half. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they looked real good. Yeah. All right, so it is MLK Day, so uh, I got a feel-good story for you. Usually, I mean, we always got some funny stories and you know some good stuff, but I got a I got a feel-good story for y'all today. And if you have not heard, you know how the NIL. We've talked about that plenty of times, y'all. As far as like the NIL deals, hold on one second, y'all. For those who don't know, NIL is the deals that they are offering to the college students so that they yep. can get their name, image, and likeness and make money off of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for backing me up there. But uh, the NIL has become became commonplace in college sports, but it took a twist on Tuesday. Popeye's. Popeye's chicken. Yes, indeed. Sign the Ernst Collin to an NIL deal, according to the front office sports. And as tweeted by the fast food chicken chain, normally this kind of announcement for a division two college football player wouldn't get that much attention. But this young man has a key connection to Popeyes. Collin is best known, well known for the internet as the Popeyes mean kid. Lee Money, throw up the picture real quick. So I don't know if y'all remember seeing this meme. I've seen this meme plenty of times, and I didn't even know it was dealing with a Popeye's commercial. But this young man did this. Yes, the then nine-year-old, now as a freshman offensive lineman, that meme went viral in 2013 when Colin was in a Vine, and a stranger told him he looked like uh, Vine celebrity uh, Tarillo and gave him the side eye and thus lived the infamous side-eye meme. 
but it didn't take long for Colin to point out this fact when he tweeted Sunday for everyone to tag Popeyes to help secure him an NIL deal. He posted a screenshot of the meme and of himself after he won a New Jersey State Championship with East, East Orange High School in 2021. He said, let's get this bread. Ing. <laughs> tweeted Tuesday. So my man, he had all of his followers tag Popeye's chicken in, in the comments. And everybody was just tagging Popeye's, tagging Popeye's, tagging them. Popeye's was like, oh, what, what, what they talking about? They're like, oh, okay. Reached out to him. They sat down, had a business deal, and boom. He ended up getting an NIL deal from Popeye's. I think that's just such a feel-good story. Just like, you know, talking about clothes, mouths don't get fed. That's the true definition of that right there. Hey, he definitely took advantage of the opportunity that presented itself. Yeah. I'm always glad about that. Anything that you can do that's going to bring some dollars in and, you know, you're doing it the right way, that's all right. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dope that he did that. Uh, I thought it was a pretty dope story once I read it and heard about it. And uh, just wanted to bring it to the couch, man, so y'all can hear about it too, man. I just thought that was funny, you know, because he gave him the side eye and then he did, he took another picture as he was older doing the same look. And it's hilarious. Listen, yeah. I didn't even know he was the kid from the first one. I didn't even know the first one had anything to do with Popeye's. But Me it's neither. one of my favorite memes or gifs to use because that side I say a lot without saying nothing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I thought it was dope because, like I said, when I started with the story, as far as, like, the meme, I didn't even know that was anything dealing with Popeyes. Right. But evidently it was, and he took advantage of it. And I, and I think that was cool that he took advantage of that for real, for real. Yeah, that's what's up. Love that chicken from Popeyes. Okay. He love that money. He love that money from Popeyes right now. You know. Hey, anything that you can do to get your name, image, and likeness out there to help make college life a little easier. Hey, I'm all for it. I appreciate them. First of all, everybody tagging Popeyes and then Popeyes actually responding and giving them an offer. Like that feels like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I'm really glad that it's still, you know, like one of those ideas that you can raise yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, that's the idea that this young man was willing to put in the work. He was yep. able to, you know, try and get his name out there and it really worked. So best yeah. of luck to him. I hope he does well in whatever college he's going to. And I hope he continues to make money with Popeyes. Speaking of offensive linemen, real quick, um, it's funny that, you know, they have this idea that they have to protect their quarterbacks. And it turned into a fight during the Bills game. And I couldn't believe it didn't lead to any ejections. And I felt like it was a little bit unfair that they tried to say 
it was even like one person on each team and i felt like they didn't even get the right person on the bills and i felt like it was kind of a little one-sided in the bills uh i think i've seen that play are you talking about uh and and the play wasn't even a dirty play are we talking about uh was so josh it allen had threw a, no uh, josh allen threw an interception okay and so once you throw an interception the quarterback is no longer like the quarterback you're just a regular person and but, you can get blocked but he didn't even really block him for real like he just touched him you know what i'm saying like basically just put his arm out to make sure you don't interfere with the play type and josh allen got pissed really he was mad because he threw an interception in my opinion and he pushed him hard as hell so then dude got mad and pushed him back and then you know the bills line has gotten his face and then they start going back and forth and then at one point it did get petty because somebody had somebody's uh helmet and wouldn't give it back and you know <laughs> to a whole lot but i just didn't think like it felt like it was you know handled in the bill's favor and that's the part i didn't like like i feel like when you make those kind of calls you have to be fair and if you're going to address it you got to address everybody involved and i don't think they did that i mean the nfl does that a, a lot of times so don't be surprised at that shit. <laughs> i mean but it, it's a playoff game you know what i'm saying right like and those type of things make a difference 10 15 yards here like and you can't just oh well or you know like if you review it you got to do your due diligence and be fair about it right oh yeah definitely so yeah because they, they end up getting the pick but then getting penalized at 15 yards right no i mean they they called it like it was both of them so they offset so it was like no okay. penalty at all but right. really the bills were in the wrong josh allen started it his lineman finished it they went too far you know what I'm saying? And then they got no penalty for it. Right. Yeah. Well, that shit happened in that NFL. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, it definitely does. And I just, you know, but I don't, I just, I just felt like it was unfair. And I feel like, um, unfortunately, and I mean, it's still decent, but because DeMar Hamlin was hurt, it feels like everybody's rooting for the Bills and everybody wants them to do well because he's not able to play. So I feel like that might kind of play a role into it also. And the way I feel about this situation, I mean, it's unfortunate that he got hurt. Definitely praying for his well-being and all that good shit. But you got me fucked up if you go use this as a Cinderella story because one of the shit that pissed me off the most is Hamlin had a, a, a charity that he was doing, like a little um, fundraiser. And as soon as he got hurt, Everybody want to donate to his fundraiser now. Like, why don't you donate to his fundraiser before he got hurt? You know what I'm saying? Before and he had he a goal of like twenty five hundred or twenty five thousand yeah. or something. And now small. it's at like eight million. Yeah, yeah. And, and but, then they but wanna... that's how we are, you know, in this country, in this world. The idea of they love you when you're dead. They love you when you're gone. They love you when you hurt. You know, nobody was knew his name or was paying him any attention. But since he had such a traumatic experience. And then he's trying to capitalize of it because he got like two of the phrases that he said, uh, like when he first was coming to, like he asked, um, did we win or something like that? And yeah, then he did, asked did, did they else. win? Yeah. And he had another one. He had, he got both of those phrases trademarked. 
so nobody else can use them because he wants to try and exploit that for money and you know use it to his benefit and i just feel like that's who we are in this country everything is about the dollar at the end of the day so you mean to tell me i can't say did we win no it, when you trademark it so nobody can put it on a shirt or try and use that phrase to make money except for you so he might do like some hamlin jerseys or put something with his name on it and say Hey, did we win? And then, you know, because he got that phrase trademark, can't nobody else do it. I don't know why I just want to be like niggas. <laughs> hey, like seriously. And I'm not mad at him because right. he he was a no-name safety before this happened that most people didn't even know about. So, you know, make your money. I'm not ever hating on that. But I just hate the the way it goes in this country, like because he was hurt on a national platform, now the whole world cares about him and everybody's saying his name and everybody wants to donate and everybody wants to be attached or contribute or and it just be a lot. Yeah, it do be a lot. Somebody want to say hi. Hi, hi little mama. <laughs> how are you? She said, how are you? Hi. I'm good. You're so pretty. Say thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I got the earbuds in, so I'm translating for her. She can't hear you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you black, so I didn't even notice them. Just a little jab. <laughs> just a little jab. You got to shoot at me, huh? <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. All right, so let's go on and take our uh, one and only sponsor break, and uh, we'll be back to you with more Just Therapy. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Leave money. Take us to break, baby. I love me some pizza, man. Like, a good pizza is always the best. And I got the place for you, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. They got two locations and a third on the way. First location is in Cuyahoga Falls. Their address is 1909 Bailey Road, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Their phone number is 330-928-2222. They also got a second location in downtown Akron across the street from Rubber Duck Stadium. That address is 325 South Main Street, Akron, Ohio. Phone number is 330-849-5707. Zero seven. Best part about the Akron location is the beer wall. They got 36 taps of the delicious flavors of beer, wine, ale, anything you can think of. They got it on this tap. And I like to call it the Dave and Buster's of beer because you go in there, you put money on the card, walk up to the tap with the card, put the card on the tap and pour as much beer as your heart desires. It is just so good. When it hits your lips, it's so good. And another thing is, what I like about Twisted Tomato Pizza the most is they cater to your taste buds. And you're going to ask yourself, what do you mean by they cater to your taste buds? I mean, they make your pizza exactly how you like it to perfection. Miss KT is a vegan-ish kind of lady, and they hooked her up with the cauliflower crust, the vegan cheese, Tomatoes, peppers, all that good shit. It was just, mm, mm, bitch. And I mean, like myself, I'm a cheeseless kind of guy. 
and they got this pizza called the chili cheese pizza. But you know, I'm allergic to milk, so I got it with no cheese, and it's got the Fritos on top of this pizza. And I mean, it is, uh, uh, bitch, it's just that delicious. I mean, it's some good motherfucking pizza. So check out Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Best part about it is they are the official uh, sponsor of uh, shit of Just Therapy the podcast. And when you call and order your pizza, all you got to do is say you a coucher and you love Just Therapy the podcast, and they give you a ten percent discount. So make sure you call and ask for the owner Brad because it is delicious. It is. So make sure you check them out. Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Check them out. If it's pizza, it's possible. Twisted Tomato. Uh, uh. Hey, Twisted Tomato Pizzeria. Twisted Tomato. It's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Welcome back, Couchers. Just another day on the couch. Talking about all the problems of today. Thank you for tuning in with us. Thank you for this uh, MLK Day episode. We appreciate you all watching, staying tuned, getting your feet up on the couch. Nope, almost. I'm gonna say we're gonna try and rush this second part so that we can all watch the game. We 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 make a good time today. Right. Hey, D- DJ, yes, like the interpreters on the boxing post-fights interviews. You ain't lying. I was trying to interpret exactly what she was saying. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's get into it. It is MLK Day, and uh, KT, you got something special for us, right? So there is a new statue that has been created and released in Dr. King's honor. And there has been a lot of controversy over this statue. Lee Money, put up picture one. So a lot of people are confused as to what it's supposed to be. So this is the picture. What so that? tell me in the chat what you think it is or what it looks like to you. It looks like a big black dong being held up by two arms. <laughs> that is a hell of a big dong you need to oh, <laughs> Hey, but I ain't oh mad at that. That's hilarious. Um, I know. I see the arm. But then, like on the other side, I don't know if that's an arm as well. Um, but it looked weird. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Truthfully. And it's a $10 million. Hey, Miss Carol. $10 up, million Carol? Dollars was spent to create this sculpture. 
and many people are finding it offensive and saying that it is disrespectful to Coretta Scott King and the Martin Luther King legacy. What is it supposed to be? A lot of people either have dirty minds or they thought like Lee Money thought. Oh, a lot, a lot of people thought like Lee Money thought? Yep, a lot of people thought penis. Kev on stage had his own perspective. Uh, Lee, can you play the video first and then show the last picture last? Show the second, first picture last. I read the tweet. This is Sean, go mute. And I don't even want to say what my mind sees because I'm embarrassed that knowing what I know, I see something else. From this angle, I don't, I don't, I see an embrace, but it's a different kind of embrace. It's an embrace I know well, I enjoy, but it ain't what I know. That's what not the sculptor said. I know the potter don't want that. The guy who's, he put that up, he didn't see that. But this angle, I do, and I'm ashamed. And from this angle, I don't even know what that supposed to be because it looked like something else. Okay, so somebody hit me the game. They, they show me the picture. I said, well, y'all got to put the picture next to it. Because without the picture, it do look like what I thought. Y'all got to light it up and show the buttons, because otherwise, it's eating cool. Embrace, yes, embrace when you just in there and you're cheering in it. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah. Hey, so from that angle, it do. Like, it looked like the top of the head, and you just all in it and got that gripper i don't know so a lot of people have been criticizing this new statue that was That's unveiled hilarious. over the weekend um many said that the depiction is erotic and disrespectful but lee put up the picture you can see that it came from a genuine place originally yes because it's supposed to be of their embrace and it's supposed to represent their love and togetherness and how, you know, the idea that King wouldn't have been King without his queen. And so I love what it was supposed to be, but people are saying that $10 million was wasted to create a masturbatory metal homage to a legendary Man, and so I just wanted to see what other people thought about it. I mean, for ten million dollars, you couldn't put the heads on it. <laughs> I mean, it, and that's the thing. Like, why not put the heads on there though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's the embrace. You know what I'm saying? So why not put, you know, you know Martin Luther King's face and uh, Coretta's uh, face up there too to give it more context. Because without that, without the context, because like that angle, that angle looked crazy. And because like that's the angle you first showed us. And that looked crazy. And and like really like, either look does look like they double fist in a fucking huge dong. Or <laughs> like you said, <laughs> you know, he, he got the legs up it, it, where they need to be. <laughs> and either way, it don't look like a gentle embrace like it was intended. But right. Martin Luther King's son, Martin Luther King III, approved it before it was created, and 
he improved the unveiling of it. So he never had a problem with it. It, it had to be approved. Of course it was approved. But um, when you don't know where it derives from, I mean, it kind of makes you guess and wonder. Uh, Carol put in there, uh, before we even got to the hugging part, she said he's hugging his wife. And she said, that's a bunch of bullshit. Then she started laughing. <laughs> she, she about what it looked like. Miss Money says the first angle looks like uh, it is holding a piece of shit, uh, which is. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then Carol said, uh, Reverend Liz Walker also approved it. I don't even know who Liz Walker is. So, Carol, let me ask you this. Did you know it was of him and his wife hugging or did you read that first? Like, how, how did you know it, that's what it was? Or when you first seen it, it had the actual picture of them hugging each other. Because, like, for me, the first time I seen it was just now. Um, I didn't have the whole context of exactly what it's supposed to be. I, all I got was a $10 million. And then, you know, you see the picture. Um, I didn't realize it was them hugging until you showed the video with Kev on stage talking about it and they showed the hug and the embrace. Um, so you said you heard it on the news. Okay. So you heard it on the news. So you had the whole context. Me not, me, I don't watch the news. I don't even know it was a new statue until today, just now. And then, so, I mean, that was the whole thing. Like, I just didn't understand it. So um but yeah that's that's my that's my two cents on it well and a lot of people are also upset because like was mentioned there's no heads on it and it feels like 10 million dollars was just wasted and imagine right if this was supposed to benefit uplift or do something to encourage the black community how about doing something that put some of that $10 million into resources or funding that is more proactive versus a solid bronze statue that a lot of people had no idea what they were looking at and was confused by what was being shown. Right, exactly. And Carol, you are from Boston. That's right. I, 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 don't know, I didn't forget, but uh, she said she saw it uh, coming home from work Thursday, but didn't know what it was. Then she said, but it's not in the black community. <laughs> so, it ain't, so it wasn't intended for the black community in the first place, huh? No, not at all. No. That's crazy. They could have put that $10 million back in the, uh, people's housing and shit. Or into youth development programs or could have right. created some type of community service event today that, you know, people got out and helped neighbors or communities or anything, like any act of service, which is what you're really supposed to do on Martin Luther King Day. You're supposed to not work and take the time to make your community better in his honor, because that's what honors his legacy coming together for the good of the whole community versus this statue. Yeah, I wish crazy. we had that, like a 360 so we could see it from different angles, see if it gets better. Yeah, that that it's angle crazy. is crazy. That angle is crazy. The other angle that he just that Lee Money showed, that angle right there. Um 
you still can't tell us an embrace. You just see. I'm saying it's kind of crazy. Yeah. The, the only angle where you can kind of see that it's just an embrace is where you it's can this see angle. her bracelet, and then you can see yep. like the buttons on his like suit or arm, you know, whatever. And that's like the, the angle he got up right like now. The, the angle he got up right now. I mean, it's hard for me to tell from here, but okay. I mean, but oh, that okay. one is is showing the embrace. So. Right. Yeah, and it's, that, and it's, that and angle right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's the angle that you can kind of tell because you can see the other hands and the two hands and everything. Uh, Carol said, downtown Boston is not the black community. Boston Commons is more like an outdoor event spot. And in my opinion, a tourist spot. So basically it's for the tourists. <laughs> not for the actual I community. I just thought that was a crazy way to try and honor Dr. King. I think so too. Yeah, I mean, they, they could have did so much better than that. $10 but, million dollars on the statue. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. That's To me, that's a lot. $10 million on the statue, though. And so the other piece I wanted to touch on with it was that they were trying to push for this day to be recognized as a federal holiday four days after he was killed and it took 11 years before it was even um, voted on in the House of Representatives and another four years after that for a president to approve it and then another like three or four years I can't remember for sure after that before it was actually enforced and some people still don't enforce it. There are states that it's still not recognized as a holiday. And it is still um, not even like a requirement. I remember when I lived in North Carolina and we had some snowstorms, they tried to make, well, really they did make Martin Luther King Day one of our makeup days because we had a bad snowstorm. So you mean to tell me that this federal holiday can be overwritten because we have some bad snowstorms? And I just feel like um, it's good that he's being honored, but everybody doesn't honor him in the way that it was intended or that the way that the federal government, you know, wrote it into law. And it feels like, I don't know, like it's just almost ridiculous and unnecessary that he isn't being honored in the way that he should. Right. Because, you know, the holiday is only 40 years old as far as um, they honor it. 40, 40, 40 years old. That's it. Like, that's crazy. Uh, Carol said uh, it's about uh, it's all about political ties and bullshit. And then she said exactly like only part of the hospital I work for is off. Um, a, a big thing was that's why they made uh, that's why Stevie Wonder made that song uh, was to continue to fight for King's holiday. And yep. that was a big reason why uh, it got well, they kept it at the forefront and it helped get get passed because it was on one of his like number one um, number one albums that he produced. So. Um, that's why a lot of the black people like singing that version of Happy Birthday 
uh, besides, you know, the regular version. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's always a connection. <laughs> Say that again. We seen the hook. We didn't even know it was had that impactful verse. So the. I, it's funny because most, you can't say all, because I knew exactly where that song came from. Oh, I didn't say all. I said most. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's crazy, though. Like, it took that long for it to actually get passed. And still, some people still don't honor the shit. Because, but that, and then that shows you how America operates. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's funny because like it's been operating like that for centuries, but a lot of people don't see it until you kind of point it out. So, well, and the problem is we we have a government that has complete control, but so that they don't make states too upset, they push controversial issues to the state level and allow them to enforce it or acknowledge it however they choose. So then the federal government doesn't have to intervene. Right, yeah. But yeah, uh, Couchers, if you got anything else you wanna uh, talk about as far as MLK, uh, put it in the chat, y'all. We, we definitely love to hear from y'all. Y'all know this is the People's Podcast and the, and the Interactive Podcast. So, you know, any, any stories you got, you know, anything that you wanna touch on, Please, please, please throw it in the chat, throw it on our page. We love to talk about it and discuss it. So, hey, I just go ahead. That there are two states, Alabama and Mississippi, that have combined Martin Luther King Day with Robert E. Lee Day, always the third Monday of January. So, wait. So they celebrate Robert E. Lee, right? And Martin Luther King on the same day? Yes. And now, if that's not racist, I don't know what the fuck is. Ain't that crazy? Like, it feels like the most insensitive slap in the face to honor a Confederate general on the same day as the federal holiday for Martin Luther King. That's crazy. Like Ooh. one person fought to keep slavery alive. One person fought to bring unity and people together. And you just like, yeah, we all just throw them together and recognize them on the same day. Yeah, because, you know, it don't matter. We'll just, you know, go ahead and recognize. <laughs> oh, shit. That is really That's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. And you just found that out, huh, by looking it up? Yeah, so I was Googling, like, if there are any states that don't recognize MLK. Because I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Arkansas having a problem with it, and there was, like, an issue in Little Rock. Um, but now it's saying that all 50 states do recognize the day. So, But that's what came up, that there are two states that celebrate MLK Day and Confederate holiday on the same day. Hmm. This is the first uh, MLK day I've had off in so many years. And it's funny because I was talking to Brad today and we was uh, having a conversation about it. And he was like, do we used to get that off in school? And I'm like, yeah, 
we got it off in school. But it's funny how like he just didn't remember having it off in school. So I don't either. I, I never remember being off on Martin Luther King Day. Never. Well, that's because we're all older. So if you think about it, it became a law in 83, probably started being a for, enforced maybe like 87, 89. By then, we was all about to graduate. You know, like I graduated, well, no, I was in middle school. Um, but yeah, I was graduate. We ain't that old. No, we ain't that old. <laughs> <laughs> I had to correct myself real quick. Like, oh, wait, I was in middle school. Hold on. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I remember having it off in, uh, you know, the elementary as far as like the third, fourth, fifth grade. I remember having it off then. You, you got to remember, it's only, it's 40 years old now. Um, but I remember having it off in, in school. Well, you know, you're counting when it was made into a law, which was right. 1983. It says um, many, it wasn't enforced or recognized until 1989. Okay. Okay. I mean, I was four in 1989, so I wasn't even in school yet. Right. You, was only and, you don't even remember having it off, huh? No, I, I never so remember. remember it. I, I always remember on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, no, I, I always remember on Martin Luther King Day, we would watch the speech and talk about the things that he did. I never remember being off for it. Hmm. You probably watched that speech on the Tuesday because you was at home on that Monday. <laughs> or the Friday before. Um, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember like having community events. Like they used to do a breakfast. I think they might still do, honestly. But like the Urban League would do a breakfast and somebody would recite the King speech or they would have like uh, artistic expression of different people, you know, showing their talents about King. And like, sometimes our churches would do community service, like beautification type things where we might go into the community and try and do something. Um, so those are the things that I kind of remember. Um, nothing in specifics though about having the day off or even having conversations about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, y'all ready? Y'all ready? You ready for our I'm favorite ready. our favorite subject? Are you ready for a crazy? Funny? Fucked up? Fucked up. News. Yeah. I think I think this one is very fitting for today. Um, this week in crazy, funny, fucked up news: man on honeymoon leaves sleeping wife is arrested in prostitution sting. <laughs> These people are crazy. Like you can't even make this shit up. Worse than they real life. This shit is hilarious. All right. A man was arrested on his honeymoon after Florida cops say he left his sleeping wife to meet a sex worker. Uh, the newlywed thought he was meeting up to with someone to pay for sex, but he was instead met by an undercover cop and placed under arrest immediately, officials said. 
The man is one of many arrests that the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office Human Trafficking Squad has made since April, uh, Sheriff Cronister uh, said during the uh, news conference. Uh, most of the men face charges related to solicitation of prostitution, sometimes with minors. Uh, all of them made contact with deputies when they tried to purchase sex. The Human Trafficking Squad was established uh, June 14, 21, as a part of the department's effort to reduce illegal acts of prostitution and human trafficking, especially crimes involving children. The uh, squad's focus is diminishing the uh, diminishing demand for sex work and human trafficking. And they said, uh, we believe uh, we believe that we dry up the demand and there won't be human trafficking because no one will be able to profit off of a young child. Uh, let's see. Uh, so they created a fake ad online pretending to be a father looking to traffic his 14-year-old daughter. What the fuck? That is crazy. That is What kind of site crazy. do you put that stuff on? Like, are they on the dark web or is this like regular like Craigslist wow. site? Wow. That is nuts. And then, like, did he plan that? Like, is that why he chose that spot to vacation? Because he had already seen that ad and wanted to try and get a piece. Like, he could, he probably gave, gave his wife some melatonin or some shit. Like, how you leave her sleeping? Like, it just feels like a setup. Like, you, because on your I wedding day, you on your honeymoon, and then you just randomly look up free pussy and try and find a way. And no, not free, not free, not free, not even free. Oh, not free not even. prostitution. Yeah, he was looking to pay for some ass on his that, honeymoon when he when he had some free ass in his bed. That so, and he probably had just got some free ass before he left to go get the ass he had to pay. Oh my gosh! Mm -mm -mm. I hope they That's kept true. him in jail. I hope they had to contact his wife. I hope she left his ass in there. Left his ass in there. Because just imagine if you just got married and you get woke up by a phone call saying, uh, is this Mrs. Such and Such? Yes, it is. Well, uh, your husband's down here. He's been arrested for prostitution. Like, what? Especially when the, the ad said it was pretending to be a 14-year-old girl, like a dad trying to sell his 14-year-old girl. All of that is so fucked up. Like, first of all, there I can't even fathom that there are dads trying to sell their daughters for them to even create this fake one. Like, they had to get the idea from something they saw before. And, like, I, oh my, I just, I can't even wrap my mind around the way this fucking world is like you at go all, at all like it's crazy it is nuts carol said that's pretty much like an episode from dateline then she also followed up with i don't understand dudes all this pussy out here and they want babies like that just don't make no sense to me mm -mm. i but, don't know it's just ridiculous and it, i uh, just imagine how many people they have caught up, oh, you know, 
since they started doing it. Right. And this not just like just regular prostitution. This is really human trafficking of minors because you are telling people they are coming to meet a fucking 14 year old and they probably paying top dollar and probably so excited in the room. Can't wait for this 14 year old baby to come in. Like that shit is sick. Uh, that's sick as shit. You suck. Y'all want to play a game real quick though? Oh shit. <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to lighten the mood with the game. Crazy Woo! funny fucked up news. Woo! Game edition. The first of the new year. Game edition. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, first question is how old is the man who got arrested? The newlywed. Oh what do God. y'all think? I hope he not how old? An old ass pervert. How old? I don't know if it's Hero, how old do you think he is? Lee Money, how old was he? I'm going to say 35. 35. Lee Money say 35. Lee got 35 in the book. I was thinking thinking 35, but I'm going to say 40 since he stole my 35. All right, KT going to say 40. Carol said 45. All right, so... None of you are exactly correct. One of you was one year off. Lee Money, you are the closest. His age was 34 years old. Uh, 44. That means Carol was the closest. 34. 34. Oh, okay. okay. I'm like, what? Okay. 34. Yes. 34. 34. Yep. All That's right. And- that is horrible. And for your last question of the game, how many men was arrested that night? Oh, man. This sounds like a oh, like Chris It was Hansen a bunch situation. arrested that same night? How many was arrested that night? Oh, if Chris Hansen was there, I'm going to say 10. <laughs> Lee says 10. Who was Chris Hansen? Is that one of them like cheater episodes? Oh, to catch a predator. It's to catch a predator. Oh, to catch a predator. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say seven. Okay. Lee Money say 10. KT say seven. Carol, what Although do you I say? hope it's not more than three. I hope it's not more than three disgusting as getting caught up people. Mm. Okay. Carol, how many, how many arrests was made in that sting? What do you say, Carol? Come on, give me an answer. Go on once. Going twice. Five. All right. She says five. KT say seven. Carol say five. Lee Money say 10. And none of you are exactly right. KT, I hate to disappoint you. 176. In one night? Yep. Oh my gosh, that is horrible. Man, Chris Hansen brought all his friends to that party. I mean, just left and right. Like they got 
they really was getting, they probably could have got more, but there was so many back to back. Like this. They probably was walking them in the front door, arresting them out the back and bringing the next one right in the front. Like they had them on a conveyor belt. They was like, oh, here, yep, up here, let's go. Up here, let's go. <laughs> like that is what, what, Once they walk in the room, it's a wrap. Once they walk in the room, it's a wrap. You know what they're there for. Boom. You gone. You gone. <laughs> that is so trifling. Oh, my gosh. But the crazy thing is, though, Sean, is that the law states that it is not technically soliciting prostitution until money changes hands. Mm. Well, but if I mean, they probably walked in the room and got that money and ran up out. Shit. Are they... I was gonna say maybe they setting it up and paying for it online. So when you walk in, it's just already hey. a wrap. PayPal, Cash App, <laughs> Cash App me that shit. <laughs> Sex with fourteen year old. <laughs> hey, you would be surprised at the amount of Cash App being swapped and sent around this good world. Yeah, I, I know scammers who are pretending to be, you know, in relationships with people that they don't even know, see, or talk to for real, and they send yep. them money. It's like the thirst yeah. levels at an all time high, and it's just it's scary because, like, for the advertisement to say a dad trying to have basically traffic his fourteen year old daughter. And it got a fucking hundred and seventy-six. Like that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. That's, that's some crazy numbers right there. I'll tell you that. It yeah. is, and it, it just made me think of. Um, there's a friend of the family whose daughter had been missing for over a month, who was found in Tennessee sleeping in her car, and everybody's wondering, like, where has she been for a month? What is going on? And the fear is that maybe she was drugged, maybe, you know, like you never know. And so if 176 is out there trying to, you know, in one night, like imagine the danger our 14 year olds are in if they are in that high demand off of just a just the Internet posting. Right. Just imagine what some people are willing to do in real life. And it's just so, it's, I don't know, it's just disgusting and horrible, and I just can't yeah. even fathom. Yeah, that's crazy. What up, Angel? Thanks for tuning in. Better late than never. Appreciate <laughs> you. Right, hey, for real, better late hey, than never. Bro. Appreciate you ch chiming in, girl. All right, so it is that time, y'all. We kind of short. We doing a light episode tonight. We won't keep y'all too long, just in case y'all want to watch the playoff game, which I don't even think they should have a fucking playoff game on Monday night anyway. But you know the NFL is greedy than a bitch, and they want that money. So, uh, But uh, as always, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook at Just Therapy B Podcast. Uh, you can follow myself and uh, Sean Boyd. If you're not from Ohio, put in Sean Boyd, Ohio. It'll be a picture of me and little mama. I'm on Instagram under SB Comedy. TikTok under SB Comedy 1. You can also email the podcast at JustTherapyPod at gmail.com. You can follow Miss KT on TikTok under Miss KT underscore comedy. So check us out. Appreciate y'all coming to the couch and working with us and riding with us as much as you have. 
I do want to let y'all know there's some big news coming up real soon in February. So make sure you stay tuned, y'all. We got something for you. So make sure y'all keep checking in with us, man. We appreciate y'all. Uh, Carol said, I got to find the post about a now 15-year-old who got pregnant by a preacher while she was 14. Ooh, shit. I wish I wouldn't even read that one. Damn it. Kate, KT went, went, went dark on this. What happened? Did your phone That's not her end, man? It ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't, I, I ain't blame you, Lee. Damn, calm down, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I'm tired. <laughs> you say I'm tired. Oh, shit. KT, come on back. We getting to that part, and I need you. Uh, did she come back yet? <clears throat> no, but we at that part. He's actually a bishop. That's even, yeah, that's 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 crazy. He's a bishop. Ooh, we man, these motherfuckers are sick, man. I don't get it, man. Like, can't no little kid do shit for me. Like, I had a I had a hard enough time messing with a 20-year-old when I was 31. I'm like, shit, you can't do shit for me. But uh, I, that's crazy. Like, mm -mm -mm. there's some sickos out here, Lee. Like, I don't get it. Mm -mm -mm. Not sure what's wrong with people these days. All right. Uh, I guess Miss KT still having phone issue. I wonder did her phone die on her? Because it had to be it. Because her internet was messing up earlier during the show. It was in and out. It was, you know, kind of bad. And so she went hey, to her phone. I, I think she needs uh, just new internet, new phone, and she needs to make sure she's got a charger handy at all times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, she's back. Hey, back on time. Did your phone die? What happened? Somebody called, but I declined it, but it still kicks me out oh whatever. oh it kicked you out kicked, kicked you out anyway all right don't be calling it's it's it's, it's just therapy time motherfuckers y'all know better than that <laughs> i think all I'm right oh scam likely right. <laughs> all right here we go it's that time y'all for the clothes something you can ponder on Until the next time you see us on Redline Radio, all social media platforms, and Redline Media Group on YouTube, or hear us on Spotify. Make sure you check out the old episodes on Spotify, y'all, under Just Therapy. Check them out. But this week, yo, clothes, something you can ponder on. The inner conversation you have with yourself is the most important one. Make sure it's healthy and positive. I'll read that one more time and let KT break it down. The inner conversation you have with yourself is the most important one. Make sure it's healthy and positive. KT, go and break that down for us. Listen, stop extending a 
greater uh, grace and courtesy to others than you are willing to extend to yourself. Ooh. Yes, it's okay to hold yourself accountable, but you go harder for others than you will for yourself. You have an encouraging word for everybody else and then are harsh and put yourself down. Start speaking life. There is so much power in the words that you say and the thoughts that you have. Going back to this huge idea of epigenetics, every thought, every experience, every encounter changes your DNA and shapes who you are. So build life. Speak life unto yourself. Encourage and motivate yourself to be the person that you would want to be in the future. Your future self will thank you for it. Hey. Hey, definitely add heed to what Miss Faith T said. You can't be putting yourself down. You got to lift yourself up. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. 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 All right, y'all. It's that time to get up out of here. We appreciate each and every one of you couchers for tuning in, rocking with us. We appreciate you as always. We love y'all. Y'all deserve all the flowers that we can give. Uh, other than that, man, good job. Uh, Lee Money, appreciate you running the board. Smooth as always, man. KT, always doing your damn thing. Appreciate you, sis. You got anything to say before we get up out of here? Peace. We out. That's we'll see you next ready. week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Enjoy the game. See you next week, God willing. Lee Money, send us home, baby. M-I-C-A-H Beats Welcome, welcome, welcome to Just Therapy Where we talk about life with a comedy twist With your host